0: You know, for anybody who's living this primal lifestyle, Welcome to the primal, primal Blueprint Podcast or even just interested in it from our studios, studios in, in Malibu, California. California. It's an incredible way to deepen your knowledge and understanding of what you're doing and why you're doing it.
1: Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Kearns, and today we are going to mix things up a little bit with some very, very special guests, some of the the real stalwarts in the primal community, you may not have heard their names, they're not you know, celebrities yet, but we're going to have a lot of fun with Chris Adams and Tina Lehman. Welcome to the show.
0: Hi, Brad. Hey. Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us on, Brad. Um, so what makes you guys so special in the, in the primal blueprint world? Why don't you tell us? <laughs> <laughs> what makes us
2: special in the primal blueprint world? That's a good question. Nothing, really. Uh, we're just your average Joes, I would say. But uh,
1: yeah, that's what I was gonna title the podcast. <laughs> um, Average Joe and and Jolene uh, coming on the show.
2: Great podcast over.
1: It's a wrap. <laughs> Thank you for listening and send your <laughs> questions in. Yeah, um, no listeners. Chris and Tina have been with us for the since the very very beginning of Primal Con, and that was the first one in April of two thousand ten. Um, for for those trivia fans, we announced the launch of it like in february or something like you know only a few weeks in advance we just decided to pull this thing together and see who would show up and you guys showed up i think as at the first one as paid guests right
0: yes yeah yeah. i think we got a postcard in the mail is how we found out about it
2: yeah it was after uh uh, ordering the book Uh, i think we were signed Mm -hmm. up for a list and we got a postcard
1: Oh, for, the, for you MBAs out there, that's an excellent marketing tip. They, they send a postcard <laughs> to people that buy your book. Um, so you had a great time as paid guests, and then your role evolved uh, into what we called group leaders. Tell us about that experience at Future Primal Cons.
2: Uh, well, I guess uh, what happened was we, we went to the first one and had a great time, thoroughly exhausted by the end of it. We, uh, You sent out an email looking for volunteers for the next one because you were expecting more people, and uh, you wanted people who had already been through the ropes a little bit, I guess. Is that correct?
1: Um, yeah, I didn't really send out an email. That sounds like a blast, but you guys impressed us so much. I mean, we were looking at Chris doing uh, handstand push-ups, right, against the, against the palm tree there? Yeah, yeah like who is this guy he's you know he's fitter than the other seven top performers combined and then Tina kind of taking on that that natural leadership role i know you can't help yourself but you've basically become the boss of these events and uh, <laughs> the only one that really knows what's going on it's been a great uh, journey with you guys so so what happened was yes we 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 had group leaders to kind of ensure that the experience for the guests would be optimal in every way possible including uh, helping them out with you know, some of the, the, the physical activity sessions where they might need some extra one-on-one support to make sure they're in the right posture, the right the right move. And um, also, uh, didn't you help out with some of those survivor teams when they were really struggling?
2: Oh, yeah. So we came back and, and the next year we were, you uh, I like to describe it kind of as a primal camp counselor. Uh, maybe I for think adults. that's what
0: Mark called us. <laughs> 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 but it was hard to come in as a helper and not want to jump into everything. And I think that that's how our roles sort of naturally evolved from, you know, being group leaders to helping with the organizational aspect of it. Um, You know, just seeing where something was needed and jumping into it or seeing what somebody was missing out of the experience and helping to improve that for them. And then realizing, you know, we could improve this for everybody at future events. So the, the evolution has been really natural as we you know, saw more and more things going on and, and recognized things that, that could improve everyone's experience.
1: Uh, one thing you mentioned at, after the first one in 2010 that you returned home thoroughly exhausted. And <laughs> I think that yeah. was because uh, that first year we had 33 people um, I recall it's it a pretty fit crowd, and not knowing, you know, what kind of experience would would be ideal for for PrimalCon, kind of threw together a pretty ambitious agenda featuring lots of physical, uh, even competitions out there. Remember some of that stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun.
2: And I think the funny thing was, I think that that uh, the competition slash uh, fitness test that that uh, you guys had put together was on the third. It was it was kind of the third day, final event before the end of everything, before the, uh, you know, farewell lunch. And boy, I was so exhausted by the time we got to that competition Sore. that, yeah, I, my goal was just to make it through.
1: But, yeah, you know, yeah,
0: All of the events were optional and we went into it thinking, oh, it'll be fun to do some of this stuff and then to hang out by the pool and get some relaxation. But we ended up doing every single event and wouldn't have missed any of it for the world, but loved knowing that it was an option. You know, I mean, some of it we just decided at the very last minute that we thought we were going to go up to the room and take a nap, but no, we want to be involved. There's so much fun <laughs> happening. We want to be part of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting.
2: There wasn't anything we regretted. Not, everything was so great when we yeah. did it, too. It was really fun. Yeah,
1: That's one thing we learned, though, that the 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 ambition and the enthusiasm with the group of PrimalCon guests. I mean, they've traveled literally from all over the world to get to Oxnard or to get to other cities, and they're just up for anything. And we've actually had to, um, with your help and, and feedback from, you know, monitoring the groups and stuff, we've had to sort of alter the agenda a bit to make sure that people do relax and do take down time.
0: Yeah, And making it clear that they don't have to feel guilty about doing that. I remember in, I think, year two or three at Oxnard, somebody in the group that I was kind of, you know, in charge of texting me and saying, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it to this session because um, I'm not feeling well, you know, and that guilt that comes in doesn't need to be a part of this. You know, this vacation... Can be anything you want it to be. It can be as educational as you want it to be, as active as you want it to be, or as relaxing as you want it to be. And I think that's one of the coolest things about it.
2: Yeah, I will say at PrimalCon Tulum that I did see a fair number of people lounging by the pool, and that was that was good to see.
0: Yeah, and that's where a lot of the bonding happens too. Oh, totally. Yeah, is in the relaxation time.
1: Right, right. So, um, what are some of your uh, favorite memories going through? Let's see, you, you went to Oxnard 2010 as, as guests, and then uh-huh. you were group leaders in Oxnard 2011, 2012, 2013, also in Austin in 2013,
0: also
1: in Tahoe in 2013, <laughs> in Tulum in, in March of 2014, and you're coming to Mohonk, I believe, in June, Correct.
2: Yep, that is correct.
1: So, for those of you keeping score at home, is that a uh, is that a seven for seven right now? One, <laughs> two, three, <laughs> four, five, six. You're seven for seven, going on eight for eight in Mohawk.
0: We never want to miss one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unbelievable! I think uh, who shares that record with you? I think Angelo. Correct. Yep. yep Anybody Angelo. else?
0: Nope. He's the uh, only one. Uh, yeah. Those yeah, slackers
1: from those slackers from Hawaii dropped off the map. Um, <laughs> Uh, but speaking of hooking up, you um, you met Jared and Thomas Kruger at the first one. You guys have become tight buddies for, for years and years. So that's really cool to see.
0: Yeah, we met as participants on day one. And I've actually been out to Hawaii to stay with them and, and visit with them there. And, you know, we, we keep in touch and we're very close. And we've vacationed with other people from Primal Con. I think that's you asked about a highlight, and that's definitely a highlight, is the community and the support and being able to come back and see familiar faces or to meet other people who lead a similar lifestyle. There's just an instant connection that's created that way.
2: Totally. In that sense, it is like camp, where you, you look forward to seeing the people, you know, as Mohawks coming closer, contacting people on Facebook and, you know, seeing who's going to be going to that and... You know, getting excited for it and, and seeing friends that we've now seen more, be more than once a year, it's great.
1: Um, so what does the, the crowd look like uh, when you return to the next one uh, compared to new people versus returnees? You mean like uh, what's the
2: concentration or? Yeah.
1: Well,
2: that's a good question. I don't know. I would say that, um, well, first of all, I would say that the people from Australia seem to represent time and again. Uh, I know we've had a, a few people returning from there. Do you, you have any thoughts, Tina?
0: I don't know. Just a guess would be maybe 30% returning and 70% new. So I don't want to intimidate anybody who is thinking about coming by themselves and feeling like they might enter a group that's already formed and feel uncomfortable in it because most people are new. But the the relationships really get deep really fast. And that's one of the most special things about it.
1: Yeah, that's where you guys have really shined is is looking after uh, the whole group and and getting people to mix in. And there are quite a few people that Come uh, as individuals. Um, some of them we hook up in roommate situations, just over uh, the phone with Janie, the superstar in the office, vetting all the applications and problem solving. And so all all of a sudden uh, they show up in Tulum and they have a couple roommates. So there's that instant bonding, and then they go and branch out and um, hook up with other guests uh, throughout the weekend.
2: Right, right. And I think one of the things that was really cool. One of the things we saw in uh, Tulum when we arrived arrived at the airport. Uh, was that once we all started to gather and wait for the shuttle? As soon as, as soon as uh, you know, PrimalCon people found the sign uh, for the shuttle and came over, everybody started saying hello to each other. Everybody started talking. You know, it, as we drove to the resort from the airport, people in the van were were chatting the entire time and having a good time. Um, so I think it's it's a really friendly environment, and and you know that really is one of the greatest things about it is. Uh, the community that 's formed, and you know the support for people the 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 people who maybe aren 't sure about things they, they're, they are coming out to try it out and and they end up finding a bunch of people that you know are are welcoming and friendly, and um, you know a, a real community is created
0: that and the food
1: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the food so let 's go back through the years and, and hit on some of your uh, your highlights it, c- it can be presenters or some of the events or crazy stuff that's happened, like in Oxnard, what are some things that are memorable for you over the last four events there?
0: Strawberries.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the natural. For, for those who don't know, Oxnard is is kind of the strawberry capital of the world. I mean, they it, you just drive for miles and miles, and all it is is strawberry fields because the climates uh, ideal for growing strawberries there. So we were able to get some of the. Fresh, locally grown organic from McGrath Farms and served right up there, probably picked the previous day. And it's something, when you taste a, a properly grown strawberry that's fresh compared to the highly cultivated junk that's been picked early and transported from far away, it's, it's, it's like night and day. It's like a pasture-raised egg versus a regular egg.
0: Yeah, that was one of the greatest things about the Oxnard location is all of the fresh fruit and produce that's available. And the trip to the farm on year one was really fun.
2: Yeah, yeah, Farmer Phil was awesome.
1: Yeah, we took a field trip, ordered some school buses up. And um, since then, it's been kind of impractical with the larger group because we only had 30 people there, so we could take field trips. But we've been contained at the awesome Oxnard Beach Park for the most part. Tell us about that facility. What do you think?
2: Oh, the beach park—it's great. The uh, the hotel is really enjoyable. Uh, the hot tub seats like forty people. <laughs> yeah, that's what they the, said. the hot tubs. There's more than oh, one. <laughs> the, the,
1: the sign yeah. says forty people, Chris. Good memory, but I think we're we had something like sixty-four after the yeah. after the ocean plunge. Tell us about the ocean ocean plunge slash jacuzzi sprint.
2: <laughs> oh, that's always a challenge. I think that uh, I think that the weather has been—it's it, not not what I would consider to be like you know the the perfect beach weather in terms of sun no, i mean the the, uh, the nights we we did it it was it was fine, but uh, it was definitely got a little bit windy uh, and you know everybody uh bonded together and jumped into the ocean and uh, it was definitely
0: and, a bonding experience right. and then ran up into the hot tub. I think that's going to be one of the great things about doing it in September instead of April is that. The ocean will have warmed up over the summer, and so it's not going to be quite as intense. And maybe we can enjoy beach time a little bit more at this time of year.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's commonly uh, a little foggy and chilly in April. It's actually perfect weather to be outdoors exercising, mm-hmm. but it's not oh, sunbathing definitely.
0: weather. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so I'm excited yeah. about the September timeline.
1: Yeah, so if you're not familiar with the, the beach, uh, the ocean plunge, jacuzzi sprint, we, we head out into the water at sunset, um, it's not warm. It's the Pacific. It's going to be uh, under 70, most likely, maybe a little bit around 70 in September. But then the jacuzzi away. It's only about a minute to two minutes away, depending on how fast you run. So it's, <laughs> it's never that bad. Um, but wh- one of my favorite memories from that is, I think it was 2011, 2012, when we had that incredible storm with a record rainfall. So all kinds of stuff was canceled, and we held everything indoors in this giant banquet hall, which worked out really really well it was, it was a wonderful day and evening and then I got on the mic and being the obnoxious clown that I am I, I made the joke that the ocean plunge was going to take place at 8 p.m. and it was pouring rain outside with sheets of wind and it, w- it was just a joke so everybody would laugh and say oh because it was on the schedule right <laughs> um, but it turns out like five or six people went out there thinking <laughs> I was serious and indeed did the ocean plunge and the pouring rain and then head back to the jacuzzi. I think it was more than that i didn't
2: uh, people come up to you and, and were actually disappointed when they heard that you were joking about it,
1: yeah, <laughs> that's right. I said, okay, yeah. fine, why don't you go do it then
2: yeah, and that yeah. turned I remember that I remember that it was uh boy it was it was just around dusk, right, and so like there was just a little light, and I remember being out there and seeing kind of the shadows of people in the waters they're jumping around and and then everybody running towards the beach and uh, there was sand flying all over because of the wind, yeah, everybody and you know, of course, one of the best parts of that is is jumping into the jacuzzi and and getting that whole body tingle from the going from the cold to the heat. Well, and then all the everyone just kind of relaxing, chilling, hanging out, you know, and having a good time.
0: And you're bringing up, you know, the storm coming in. Just uh, it makes me think about how many crazy surprises we've had over the years. You know, having to lose our, our lunch venue, you know, and things like that. There's always something wacky that happens, but having you running the thing always makes Everything smooth. You never stress about anything. We always figure out a solution and oftentimes the difficulties turn into the funnest parts of it.
1: Yeah, so when you say lose your lunch venue, are you referring to the fact that the cops shut down our party out at the beach <laughs> house? <laughs> might, might, might
2: be, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that, like Tina's saying, that leads to the, some of the coolest things. You were asking about memories and what what is uh, some of our favorite memories and I'm going to say that the first thing that pops into my head is, uh, the, uh, spontaneous primal house party that we had at Oxnard. Oh uh, yeah. Where, uh, well, we were in that beach house and that, uh, I forget if, if the staff was standing there or if we were serving, f- I think we did serve food because it was yeah, cold did. and windy at that point. We, we moved it to the ins uh, the inside where we could be out of the, out of the weather. Right. And uh, everybody's kind of hanging out. I think that, uh, uh, like some of the red wine had come out and, uh, <laughs> you know, was being shared and, uh. Uh, we were upstairs in the beach house and uh, somebody put on music and one thing led to the, other, the next. And then the next thing you know, we're having a dance party. And, and that had to be one of the funnest and, and most spontaneous things yeah. that we did. The, you know, the music was fun. Everybody was dancing and having a good time. It you know, wasn't, wasn't about how you were dancing. It was just if you were dancing and, and moving. And,
1: and uh, it, it
2: was really fun.
1: It was nice, tight quarters in there. Uh, I think we our group size was about I think we had 84 guests, another 20 staff and presenters, so we were over 100 people just cramming into this beach house and the whipping winds and the the sandstorm outside. And that was a that was a great night. It, it didn't matter how you were dancing, except except if you were Angelo Dela Cruz, our awesome <laughs> presenter, who was busting out. Uh, of course, you know a uh, uh, a fitness virtuoso like him, of course he could bust out the break dancing moves, and that was quite entertaining
0: he 's amazing, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, um, so yeah, tell us about sort of his role since he 's been at every primal con too, like the experience you 've had with his his courses and his interaction with people
2: you know the first thing i 'll say is I think that what Angelo brings to the table one of the he brings a ton to the table he's i can 't say enough good things about him and that he 's a guy who 's constantly working with people, constantly helping them out with their physical problems when they 're there you know he 's I always see him massaging people, helping people out. Um, and so his work ethic there is amazing. But one of the things I think he really provides that's a, a great benefit, one of the biggest among many is uh, uh, his, his Vita moves in the morning, which, which, you know, Primal Con, a lot of Primal Con, a lot of the, the physical stuff is very active. You have the, the ultimate Frisbee. You have the, uh, you know, the, the sprinting session, the weightlifting. So it's very, very dynamic uh, very ballistic uh, and then you have angela who who has the vita moves which is a great way to start the morning it's it's a good balance of of gentle and relaxing and opening movement to that that dynamic movement does that make sense
1: oh sure yeah and vita moves uh, for those of you not familiar you can you can check out a video at the primalcon website too it's sort of a combination between yoga tai chi calisthenics and it's just a gentle body warm up session uh but it's also it's intricate you learn a lot about your body and and how the best way to move and um being the organizer for for those um past primal cons you forgot two people that have been to the whole primal con i'm going to put you on the on the spot trivia question uh
2: mark sisson yeah, Brad Brad Kerr. And me, <laughs> Yeah.
1: So we're in we're in the club, <laughs> I man. I did
0: mention you and Mark, but I think I got caught. Up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're in the, we're in the club and we're not getting kicked out. But being the organizer and so busy all the time, I never had a chance to properly uh observe or take Angelo's course until Tulum, until the last one. And yeah. boy, it was it was awesome. I mean, he just teaches all these moves. You move like a cat after doing one of his.
2: Yeah, and it, it is such a great balance. It's a restorative thing versus you know the fun and the dynamic movement of of weightlifting or sprinting, or it, it's kind of a way for people to take care of themselves, to open up, uh, open up their body, their joints. And so I really I think that that's a great benefit that he provides. That all, he he does it in only the way that he can. You know, it's it's a it's a personalized thing. It's it's an expression of him.
1: Well said, well said. And If you want to know kind of what he's all about, I think his um, ninja warrior audition tape pretty much captures the spirit of. Uh, of of Angelo. So you can search for that on YouTube or click off the PrimalCon site. Uh, But uh, I also want to talk about the Primal Blueprint Expert Certification course and your awesome role in helping us develop that and bring it to the marketplace. Uh, But first, let's get get some highlights specific to the location uh, of all the PrimalCons you've been to. So we've talked about Oxnard quite a bit. um, And then we branched out last year and went over to Austin, Texas. Tell us about that experience.
0: Well, I loved that everything took place in the park and uh, almost everything. And so you could kind of jump around from one presenter to another. And there was a lot of, well, optional free time is always there, but a lot of option as to who you spent time with and being able to to have that access to so many presenters for so much of each of the days was really beneficial instead of just getting to see them present one time and then maybe not having the ability to learn from them or chat with them again. So it was a lot of fun having all the presenters in one area and have it be you know loose where you could, you could jump from one to another. And we were incredibly fortunate being outdoors the entire time that the only rainstorm we had was when we were undercover watching Michelle Norris do her cooking demo. And it just went for the length of the demo, and then it stopped, and then we were back outside in the park. So it really worked out beautifully.
2: Yeah, Tracy, the organizer, she she organized the weather really well for us. So <laughs> she, she did a great job with that.
1: Oh yeah, speaking of Tracy, one of the fun parts was going to that that play gym. We did another field trip over to her unique uh, sort of a parkour indoor facility with all kinds of monkey bars and challenges. And Chris is seen doing some some fireman work, going through those poles like it was nothing. Uh, <laughs> so that was that was a highlight for me is watching you monkey bar through the poles like a gibbon.
2: Well, don't forget that you nailed the, the the swing around the poles.
1: Yeah, it was it was intimidating, but we we learned some interesting skills over there, and then we were off to uh, Tahoe last fall up at Camp Richardson Resort in Lake Tahoe, California.
2: Tahoe was absolutely beautiful. the The hike that we took was a lot of fun, and it, it was overlooking this just beautiful lake. Um, the The scenery was amazing, and I, I don't think there. We couldn't have asked for better weather where it was kind of cold, you know, but, but not not freezing, but just cold enough in the morning that it was fun to bundle up. And as the, the day wore on, it, it warmed up. Set, the setting being, was amazing.
0: I think being able to get into the mountains and, yeah. and walk through nature and have that challenging hike or um, not-so-challenging hike, you know, the option, being a part of it was huge. Yeah.
2: And I, I think one of the things that was really cool about Tahoe and— and I, I suppose you could say this about Austin, too, is that, that Primal Con has, has kind of, I don't know if you could say traditionally, because it, it's only been around for five years now, but, you know, it's, it's been at the beach. It's been a beach setting. And uh, it, it's kind of neat to, to take it to the mountains, take it to a different setting, a different feeling. You know, yeah. we had the we had the the campfire, the which was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to Mohonk for that reason too, because mm-hmm. of the uh, the change in setting, the the trees, the mountains. You know, it's just it's going to be great to take it elsewhere.
0: Yeah, I'm a mountain girl. I'm from Colorado, and I I love being up in the you know the Rocky type mountains, and I of course enjoy being on the beach. But I think it's neat that you're offering some different locations for people who have a a preference to a different type of nature.
1: Right. Yeah. What'd you think about going down to the tropics in Tulum?
2: Oh, that was great too. That was, I can't believe how beautiful the cenotes, those, uh, uh, freshwater pools, the caves were just amazing. It was beautiful. Such a cool setting. And and the weather there, you couldn't have asked for more perfect weather the entire time. It was beautiful.
1: Yeah. It wasn't that hot. I was worried I was going to get fried out, but, um, I I got a little burned in the swimming pool, but it wasn't oppressively hot like it might be uh, later in the year when we picked March. So we're uh, always exploring new options and trying to keep things fresh, but also keep the traditions alive with some of our favorite presenters and so forth. And of course, our, our favorite group leader camp counselors. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the Primal Blueprint Expert Certification course. And I think we've been chatting with you for a while you've known that this has been in development and trying to get this thing dialed in to help uh the primal blueprint enthusiast as well as the personal trainer or coach you know take things to the next level by deepening their knowledge so you guys volunteered to be guinea pigs are you are you are you glad you did it or you, you wish you never heard from me
2: oh heck yeah <laughs> it was a lot of fun uh, it was a lot of work but uh it was it was definitely worth it I think, um, I know, Tina's still working on it, and, and I spent, I'm going to guess, between 30 and 40 hours total, putting, putting time into studying and reading and, and uh, kind of looking things up. And uh, yeah, it's, it was, um, I really enjoyed it, actually. Uh, it was a lot of fun to focus on.
0: It's definitely very challenging. Um, the tests aren't easy, but it For makes, sure. you know, acquiring that certification meaningful, It's not something that you can do without putting some commitment to it. And, you know, for anybody who's living this primal lifestyle or even just interested in it, it's an incredible way to deepen your knowledge and understanding of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Because there's so much information out there coming from different directions that sometimes it can be difficult to to gather it all or to get the pieces from from people that you know you can trust um, in terms of knowledge and experience. And you and Mark are definitely, you know, those people that have acquired enough to get a solid base of what good this is. You know, It, it can be tough to make a big lifestyle change. And this is so helpful to understanding really what's behind it.
1: Oh, that's great. So, as as listeners might know, the expert certification course is designed around the Primal Blueprint 21-Day Total Body Transformation book with the eight key concepts the most important everyday concepts to know about primal living, and then the five action items, which are ways you can actually go primal, uh, take this 21-day challenge, and modify your diet, your exercise routine, your lifestyle habits to get really into the groove. And so what we had you guys do as as beta testers was log into the actual course as it was being developed and, and edited and check things out and make sure that you know, the funny-smelling stuff was challenged or, or noted, and um, I sent it out to a, a good group of people hoping to hoping to get a lot of feedback, and you guys just pounced on it, and we are uh, – all the people who take the cert are going to be indebted to you, even though they don't know it, because especially <laughs> with regard to the multiple-choice and true-false questions, it's very difficult to strike a balance between a good, challenging question that tests the knowledge and, and the retention of the material, and uh- one that's unfair. So... Uh, we had a little back and forth where you guys called out these questions, uh, overthought them maybe sometimes, or maybe <laughs> maybe just found out a totally bogus question, and um, we had to go back to the drawing board and serve up a question that was more fair and that would that would pass your muster actually.
2: Yeah, it was cool to be part of that process. Uh, I actually enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun to to provide the feedback, and then it was really cool every time you came back and said, hey, that's a great idea, or I changed this because of your comment, I, I was kind of like shocked. <laughs> and, and, you know, shocked because what I had said, you know, actually had relevance or, or you know, was useful. <laughs> and, and, uh you know, it was really cool being part of that process. You know, it's, it's fun to, to work on it, to create something or, you know, have a little part in it. I, I suppose we didn't create it at all, but... <laughs> You know to to improve the hopefully improve the uh, the whole thing is has been a lot of fun and it's definitely been neat it's been a fun challenge
1: yeah we should put your little avatars like Tina's upside down trapeze voiceover artist uh, icon <laughs> in the little sections of the text where you guys were particularly made particularly good contributions but especially with the um, the testing process as as anyone who's gonna go take the course will find out we're hoping that it's a a, a fair challenge and a reasonable uh, representation of what you learned. And that's thanks in, in a lot part to you guys just calling out from a from an independent perspective going, wait a second, dude, this doesn't make sense because uh, you said both these things and uh, neither of them are correct or whatever the issue was.
0: I just think the fact that you're putting this out is a great service to the community because like I said, there's so much misinformation out there. And, and it's really hard for people to know where to turn. And the more people that get certified um, and have a deep understanding, a true understanding of what the primal lifestyle is, the the better off, you know, the overall community is going to be for it.
1: Yeah and I I'd, I'd like to also comment you know Mark's a very knowledgeable well versed in the science and and all those things in in his repertoire but he makes a really good effort in all his books and and posts and everything that's produced by by the company to make it appeal uh, in in layman's terms, or Lehman's terms in, in the case of a cert- <laughs> um, but to make Put it up. appeal to a person who might not be techie-minded or might even feel a little intimidated. So, when we present this certification, and we're talking about how difficult it is and how we had to vet it so carefully, uh, I do want to emphasize the idea that anyone coming into this, and you guys give me your feedback on this statement, too. If you're coming into this and you're not super techie, knowledgeable, scientific, you can sit down and read this stuff in plain English and get the messages and get through this course.
2: I think that's right. I think it, it does. it. You know, it, I don't know what the correct phrase, dumbing down isn't right because that it just doesn't sound right. It's not dumb stuff at all, but uh, it, it's put into terms that are easily understood, I think. There
0: were some chapters that took a little more time to absorb. Oh, and... for sure. <laughs> for yeah. sure.
2: Yeah, and again, that's, that, I'll just reiterate what Tina said earlier, that it's, the, the course is, is a challenge. And um, there's, there's a ton of good information in it, uh, but it's not something that, that you can just you know, walk through. And, and I think that's really cool because it's, it's some, that makes it worth something. It makes it you, you earn it. Uh, even, even people, you know, I came into this having, you know, I've read the books. I've, I've had art, internet arguments back and forth with With people and and so I, I felt like I had a, at least a beginner's knowledge of, of this stuff, and and I still had to work at it um, to to and to and the concepts went deeper than what I had, had, so it was great.
1: Hey, thanks so much for spending the time on this podcast. I, I'd say you guys killed it. That was a highly entertaining <laughs> little chit chat. and uh, I think you know one of the best ways to meet chris and tina if you're not around phoenix and and doing the the meetup on the uh meetup groups is come to a primal con either mohonk in june or oxnard are you going to go is that going to be nine for nine in oxnard yep okay so (laughs) let's see if we can see if you guys can meet up with some new friends in real life at one of the upcoming primal cons meanwhile it's been great to get to know you through the primal blueprint podcast and i'm your host brad kern signing off with chris adams and tina lehman Thank you, Brad. Thanks a lot, Brad. <laughs>